0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Fabulous and Female. I'm Helen Corsi-Cadmore, an award-winning business growth specialist, coach and consultant, and a mum to twin girls. My podcast is about having honest conversations with busy, ambitious females about growing your business to have a better balanced life, and of course, avoiding burnout. If you enjoy this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a review hello and welcome to another episode of fabulous and female this episode i am delighted to be joined by the wonderful christina littlejohns christina guides women to come back to their powerful wholeness by healing through disconnection and unfulfillment to feeling more deeply connected with their inner knowing infinite web of life She works through a unique whole framework of intuitive, energetic healing and coaching so people can be led by your inner truth and be led through a life of alignment and fulfillment. Christina holds the most magical space through her sacred sisterhood community and one-to-one work where she guides women back to feeling more of who they are. So welcome, lovely Christina. Christina.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: You are welcome. It's lovely to see your gorgeous smiley face. You're always so smiley. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you a bit of background there, for the listeners, but I'd love to know a little bit more about your background. So what's brought you to be here today doing what you do?
1: I actually, like so many of us, went through school, university, straight into a job. I trained as a primary school teacher um, and I worked as one for 10 years.
0: 10 years of
1: your life (laughs) I know 10 years
0: does that seem crazy
1: (laughs) yeah it does like it's hard to believe that I spent 10 years (laughs) in in it to be honest um and in the time that I was there like so many things happened in life like big traumas big Mm. life-changing things that just made me question everything really and I think through those experiences you kind of have to go through so much healing Mm -hmm. that you realize more of who you are and in that you realize that what you're actually living is not kind of aligned with who you are so things have to change
0: yeah so yeah yeah. that's how I got here basically (laughs) yeah and you know what it's interesting because I've done a couple of podcasts today and we talked about the, the sort of society um drive which is you know you go to school, you go to college, you go to university, you do a job that you think you should do. And then actually, as you go through that life and you've been in that job for a while, you go, hang on a minute, who's told me I need to be here? You know, who has actually said to me, I really need to be here, or I want to be here. And it's only then when you kind of take a step back and look back and go, this is not what I want to do. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is not where I want to be in life. And it's a big decision though, isn't it? You know, we've spoken on LinkedIn before, haven't we? But about... Leaving that solid of you know, career of 10 years, you mm-hmm. know, to come into something that's a bit unknown. How have you found that transition?
1: Oh, that's a good question, actually. I think for a long time, I knew that it was something that I was going to do, it was just kind of waiting for the yeah. time right yeah the right time Mm. um not
0: that there's ever I was gonna say what was the right time was it one day you're having a bar of chocolate and thought this is the right time
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd kind of found stepping stones that made it feel more doable yeah that didn't mean that I was just leaving to nothing I kind of paved away because there were times where I really wanted to just like pack it all in Yeah and had nothing to go to and it was only really when I opened my eyes to what I could do instead Mm. and started following those breadcrumbs that the path kind of paved itself I guess and yeah one day I I literally just one day was going
0: for a walk and I was like I'm gonna do it I'm I'm gonna gonna do do it it." and that was it it. yeah yeah and how how did it feel like what what feelings were there when you just thought like this is it this is right this is the right time now
1: relatively calm like not not fearful I don't even know if there was a massive amount of excitement either it was just like a calmness around yeah. yeah and it was very much a if I don't do it now I'm just going to keep putting it off all the time so I'm just going to do it just
0: going to bloody do it and you know what I think I probably got more excited than asking you that question (laughs) how you felt I was like (laughs) I was just really calm I was like okay that's really nice actually yeah that leads that leads into you know kind of what you do now and but there's something I read out in your bio energetic healing like for some Mm. listeners they'll be like what the hell is that (laughs) I think what is that what is energetic healing So there's so many different
1: types of energetic healing, but I work with, um, so I trained, I learned how to facilitate colour therapy, Mm. which is, it's like got scientific basis to it and there's loads of evidence to support it. But from my perspective, I work with it from more of an intuitively led way, whereas we use colour a client will sit in front of me and they will identify the colors that are coming forward for them the colors all mean something the way they present means something and it kind of is a gateway to delving into energy that's stuck in the body and then okay we get to work with it and help to like shift transmute it so that it doesn't have that huge charge or that hold over us where it can just kind of integrate into who we are. sometimes there's things that we need to actually just let go of and get rid yeah. of.
0: yeah
1: sometimes we start with color and we end up going on these crazy journeys inward where we never really know where <laughs> we're going yeah until we start. but um I've learned to and been attuned to facilitate Reiki too. so that just kind of feeds into the energetic healing um it's all just about moving like we're all just energy aren't we our whole body yeah. so it's yeah. about tuning into and being able to read it I guess so that mm. we can understand it and just move it if it needs moving because it gets stagnant when things yeah. don't move and they're stuck and yeah, yeah so that's in a very basic nutshell yeah I do <laughs> yeah. no. you
0: know what it's really interesting because like when people say colour therapy, I'm always like, what does that actually mean, you know, and I think you've just given a really good um, uh, synopsis there. So thank you. And I wonder, does it have, you know, people say like, what's your favourite colour? Has that got anything to do with it? Just just thought of that now. Was that just nothing?
1: I think... It can do. I think our favorite colours don't necessarily stay the same, like they Mm. change.
0: Yeah. And
1: it's less about like what our favorite colours are, but what colours are we drawn to because that would mean something, or what colours we feel averse to. Mm. Like those things mean something. Yeah. And they change like as our mood changes, as our energy changes, and all kinds of
0: things. Interesting. I'm just going to talk about colour for a minute (laughs) because I'm really (laughs) interested. So like my favorite colour is green. And it, it, it's funny because there's all different shades of green, obviously. When I was younger, yeah. I remember I wanted to paint my room in a mint green colour. And my yeah. mum was like, no, <laughs> I was like, uh, but it's my favourite colour. She was like, oh, OK, anyway, I did get some bits of mint green in my room. And now, like mint green, like I have got a little bit of mint green in my brand colours, but actually I'm much more into a darker green now. So actually the green is still there, but the different variants um so I just thought I'd share that with you there we go yeah (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's interesting isn't it it's like moving through the different energies associated with it and with it yeah yeah Yeah. now
0: you got me you're hooking me in now you're hooking me in okay so let's talk about this word balance so it gets kind of bandied around a bit doesn't it and I I yeah I love the word balance because it it means different things to different people. But what does balance feel like to you now that obviously you've left the teaching career in your life? And how has that sort of moved into your business?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. So in, in life before, there was no balance. It was yeah. all or nothing. It was either 100 miles an hour in school yeah. or the holidays, which in the end had just become holidays because I for so many years holidays meant work anyway and then when you can't do it yeah (laughs) so it was just it was all that all or nothing all the time and it wasn't just with work it was all or nothing in terms of like food you'd be like grabbing what you could in term time eating well in holidays no time for exercise in term time yeah. doing all the movement in the holiday it was like that there was never a, a happy medium yeah. and I think that for me was one of the reasons why I had to just get out of it because I yeah. realized that there was no there was no balance mm. and it was so uncomfortable
0: yeah
1: um and that's a really balance. interesting
0: words there just to touch on that you you felt the feeling was uncomfortable like why do we want to feel uncomfortable in our lives this is the thing isn't it It comes back to the choice we chose to to do that yeah um you know consciously or unconsciously we chose it so yeah I don't think I've ever ever, had anyone say the word uncomfortable that's that's interesting now my my brain's now going off on a tangent Mm -hmm. because I'm thinking wow okay I think Hmm.
1: so many of us stay in the uncomfortable because the world tells us that just life's uncomfortable so you just gotta like grin and bear it yeah suck it up isn't
0: it yeah exactly yeah just just deal with it yeah suck it up that's that's life and you're like "Mm, okay life's a bit shit then really if it's gonna be sat in the uncomfortable (laughs) yeah yeah
1: and I think what happens is if you start to question like what's going on that's creating the discomfort people are like kind of a little bit of a feel like a troublemaker for daring (laughs) to question why things are the way that they are because people just tolerate it and I think for me stepping out of that and into this it it took me a really long time to feel like safe to have a balance because I think my nervous system was so like used to being around chaos that to have a long period of just being able to choose was really alien and mm. that was uncomfortable like yeah. trying to get comfortable with being able to choose yeah and yeah. kind of build my own way of doing things. um but I know balance for me means like retaining thats that calmness mm. and feeling connected to myself. I know that if I feel like frazzled, it's because I'm really disconnected and I've not been maintaining that balance and yeah yeah yeah, I think the more the more that you can kind of create a balanced way of living the more you get to know what it actually means for you Mm -hmm. and the more you're able to identify when you're out of it because I think a lot of us don't even
0: realize we're out of it no yeah we don't and it's an it's really interesting there so it's not the word I love the fact that you said but it's it when you mentioned about you felt uncomfortable being out of it initially because you weren't used yeah. to it like that that feeling must have been so uh alien to be like mm-hmm. oh actually this is this is where my life can be and now I've chosen it um yeah it must be incredible why, why do you think the whole sort of the the balance is becoming more recognisable in in society today
1: I think Covid happened didn't it and people had like and I know some people didn't have that opportunity for balance like depended where you worked yeah and at the time for me it certainly did not feel like I had more balance because I was trying to manage like a two and a half year olds at home while teaching online it certainly was not balanced but what it did do was it made me I had to have more boundaries because I couldn't be doing all the things when she was here
0: yeah um and all of a sudden
1: yeah yeah
0: just just for the audience obviously um she's six now isn't she your daughter
1: just yeah, she was yeah, she was three actually. Three, yeah. three and a half, not three two and half. a half. Yeah. But, but she, still. Yeah, still like she was small. Um, and it was, no, she it was a been, lot
0: she would have been she was two three and, and a half. Was she? I don't I'm just say, I was gonna I don't even know. I'm just thinking my have Two before, and a half. Yeah, she would have been two and, born and a half. The week before the pandemic, and they're three and a half. So yeah, yeah, if they're six, she would have been yeah two and a half yeah that's that's so shit. Happen to be a teacher with a two and a half year old like just yeah oh god yeah
1: yeah and like the expectations were all still the same and I there were people who didn't have those responsibilities who were doing less than what I was doing like I was picking up the pieces for people and I just thought I am not doing this yeah anymore. I'm yeah. just not doing it so I put more boundaries in place and there was so much like I was getting to experience more of life with Alice and mm. it was only through that I realized just how much I was missing out on a daily basis mm. and yeah I think that was the real that was a real turning point for me but it mm. was for so many other people yeah. like that yeah. that balance because you the world wasn't 100 miles an hour we weren't like work all week do all the things on the weekend it was yeah. a you might have to work but your weekends are at home with the yeah. family like experiencing yeah. each other and I think we all just got a taste of what balance meant yeah. and looked like more so than what we would probably ever experienced um yeah that's a huge Mm. factor I think and astrologically there's like all kinds of crazy things happening at the moment which like Covid sort of kicked off these cycles that are leading to huge huge shifts in the way that we live and society and bringing us all back to like greater balance and connection with ourselves so it's all part of a much bigger thing outside of what
0: we're experiencing yeah and do you know what it's funny because well, I don't know if it's funny but it is to me I always blame the moon for everything because if something's like if I'm tired them, I'm like oh there must be a change in the moon or something. and I know that's something that you really follow and you know mm. very much I guess run your run your life from and live your life and your business by because it's a really yeah. important part of what you do so I'm going to come on to your sisterhood circle and what does it do to support yourself and others give me a bit of background into that so
1: the reason that I created sacred sisterhood was because I could see that I had met all these wonderful women who'd been through like these big healing journeys and when they'd come to the end of a program or working with somebody they just kind of felt like they were left in a void like everything they'd (laughs) ever known (laughs) was (laughs) was it yeah. <laughs> was like not the same yeah. but they didn't hadn't quite figured out what was coming next or even like who they were at this point yeah um so I created it for people who have this intrigue and interest in that something more and the energy of like the universal energies the moon anything yeah. spiritual really because that's always been my bag and um when we sort of came together it started off just as the odd circle here and there Mm. and the more that we gathered the more that the connections were forming and the more it was supporting everybody because what I think so many of us don't realize is how powerful like the cycles of the moon could be or the cycles of nature and when we think that the moon the like the force of the moon is what creates the tide coming in and out Mm. every day and we are such a huge part like water is a huge part of who we are Mm. is bound to affect us yeah Um, and we're not separate from it like we're all everything's so connected and entwined and the more that these women became empowered with this information the more that they could work with it instead of just Mm. trying to like carry on as they were all the time. To kind of lean into the ebb and flow and yeah it's been really it was just really powerful and I thought this could be something so much bigger than just the odd one here or there so we created the community and through it it's ended up being like a little bit of teaching from me like mentoring coaching healing the circles just everything kind of thrown together um and it's been it's just been really powerful to see the continuation of the healing journeys of the women who've been in there. Yeah. And how they've kind of found more of who they really are underneath all those layers and then creating a way of living that feels more, I guess, aligned with who they are, like mm. on a really deep level of personal yeah. truth so that's yeah that's it that's basically brilliant. and I think for me I also felt like I was missing this like community of like-minded people because I think when you're somebody who is really into like the spiritual world there aren't mm. many people around there who get it or who are interested yeah. in, in it in the same way
0: yeah and I think um just on that I think people don't really understand it or it's they don't want to say that they're interested in it because it's being yeah. seen or it's you know it was a what's that a bit of a woo kind of thing and I saw a bit yeah I've heard people say it's a bit witchy and you know and they just probably because they don't understand it more than anything mm. or they're a bit scared to come forward and say I'm actually a bit curious about this you know what does it actually mean mm. and I you know and I, I I joked earlier about I'm blaming the moon but it is actually really powerful and I can, <laughs> if I really look at something and go oh god I was doing x y and z at that point Oh right, okay, because the moon was there or it was moving or shifting to whatever it was. I'm, I am not technical in the moon, <laughs> as you can, as you can tell. <laughs> but I know that something has shifted in me because of an external element. And I just, yeah, I think it is fascinating that you've you've created this wonderful kind of sisterhood to bring all those people together. Um and I know probably a lot of people thinking like it's a it's a gathering and you know you all maybe go and gather and go and hunt in the woods or something, but it's not, is it? It's it's more of like a, no. a safe space circle where you can mm. kind of all heal together. It's a really lovely community that you've built there. Um and what's some of the the outcomes that you've got for people in your um, in that circle?
1: Oh, that's a really good question as well. So there have been there's some. Um... Some people who've joined us who have done like some healing before but have been out of it for a really long time. So have come back in and through joining in the circles have realized that there's some really deep work to be done. Mm. So have we've done some one-to-one work on the side and who've gone from like every day living in fear and panic and anxiety to now living without it at all. There's just this like kind of space where the anxiety that's used to exist that now this whole new way of being yeah. and doing gets to create from um and
0: generally that's, that's, that that that's seems life to be changing. the overriding yeah yeah, yeah. you're smiling I, there so much and I love that because I can see it in your in your eyes and your your facial expressions that you're like yeah I've done this and I've created it yeah I've created new potentially new lives for people that must be yeah. the most amazing feeling for you as well
1: yeah oh, it makes it all worthwhile like that's why yeah. I yeah. wanted to do this and I think one of the biggest things that um the biggest outcomes for everybody in there is just developing their self-trust because so many of us yes. are taught we cannot trust ourselves yeah. because <laughs> Everyone tells us they know what's best for us and that we don't know what's best ourselves. To get to a point where we're like, actually, I know what's the best next step for myself, or I know what I need right now, or like, I know who I'm being called to do some work with, or I know what book I want to read. I don't need somebody to tell me. Or like, I know what clothes I want to wear, I know what food I want to eat instead of turning to all these outside like influences to give Mm. us those answers and I think what you were saying about the moon like you don't know exactly where it is but you Mm. feel it Mm. that's what we've been talking about recently is that all of like the systems they're still systems aren't they that like explain something that they exist but really it's about how we feel through those cycles and knowing what that feels like for us because it will be different between each of us and I think everybody is just learning so much from each other as well as a result of like trusting themselves more within all of it.
0: I love that you mentioned there about it's what you want you know it comes from you within and yeah you know we can take inspiration we can take advice from people but it's what you want to take in isn't it it's up to you there or so I'm a very feely person wear my heart on my sleeve everyone knows how I'm feeling (laughs) if that's good or bad if you're not into Or like if that's not your sort of preference as as being a feeling person, how can somebody still get the best from being in a a community like yours?
1: I think that all of us, if we're not a feely person, Mm. it's likely because someone told us not to feel because we all have those feelings. Yeah, yeah. And really what the community in that space would help he was doing is recognising what that does feel like for us because I think we'll feel it in some way it just might not be the same as somebody else and it's yeah. just recognizing how it presents itself Mm. and then learning to work with it in a way that works for you because everyone's so different aren't they yeah
0: yeah oh god yeah yeah I think I've said that phrase a million times today like everyone is so different and they take things (laughs) in and you know take things and push things out differently everyone is so different but it's so true in lots of different ways okay so apart from your sort of sacred sisterhood what else can you give advice on about how to support ourselves if we were in a place where you were you know if you were in that 10-year career of like I'm I'm just done what can we do to support ourselves
1: I think that the main thing is to build build up a self like a connection with ourselves to know what it is that we actually want because what I have Mm. seen so many people do is they know they don't want to be where they are right now but they don't know what they do want yeah so they just leap into something hoping it'll be the thing yeah they'll never be satisfied because it's never coming from like that within it's just a oh I'll try this because someone said it was good so I think it would be to just like really slow down Mm. I think if you're being called to Make a big change like that, then, like, some guidance is necessary or some healing around it to be able to really connect deeply with yourself and know what it is that's going to make you happy, like, what's going to bring that alignment, which will lead to the fulfillment. Because without that connection, we can't know what it Mm -hmm. is that's going to bring us what we're looking for. So, yeah, it
0: would would definitely be that yeah really interesting that okay and how, how do you think your life has changed since you focused on on what you love if you could sum it oh, up. <laughs>
1: there are like no words I think <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, love that. I, I actually live now like wow. I live I don't wish life away like counting down to the next holidays or like just hating <laughs> getting up in the morning and just feeling like half dead all the time I actually have energy and everything around me might not be hunky-dory all the time but now I've got the space the tools everything that I need to be able to move through things in the way that supports me best whereas Mm. in that environment there was no time or energy or anything to deal with anything properly it was always like just sticking the plaster on and hoping things would go away and I think I just get to experience life like experience all of it that's the difference <laughs> whereas I definitely didn't it? before yeah and
0: yeah so has that had an impact on on your relationships with you know sort of your husband your, your daughter
1: it's been huge I think I know that for a long time like I wasn't necessarily a very nice person to live with when I was in yeah. the middle of like hating yeah. what life looked like and I took it out on John a lot of the time bless him because yeah. he was just always there yeah um, take out the ones
0: you love we? that that's yeah. what we've been programmed to do yeah yeah
1: and I think now as a result of all the work that I've done on myself like it's had such a profound mm-hmm knock-on effect to our relationship because there's just a depth of connection there that probably wasn't there before and we have like those conversations that many people probably wouldn't even think of having or like he John's very open-minded to everything so I can just talk to him about all of the spiritual yeah. stuff and he just is like we'll go off and research whatever so I think it's been really good t- for us to it's brought more balance to his life because there has to be because I've brought balance Mm. he's just kind of flowing in with it Mm. and I mean for Alice like I'm here I take her to school every day could never take her to school before because I was always gone before and I pick her up like three days a week my mum picks her up for two and Mm. Yeah, it's just so different. Like being here, being able to eat dinner
0: together (laughs) every night, and like and we're we're laughing. But these things are like you know they they bring that connection, which is something I feel like we've we're all still, you know, we we're still missing it, or we have been missing it. So Mm. you know, I just think the connections and the relationships there. What you just talked about and that's just with two people you know i'm sure there's yeah. lots and lots of different with your friends and your you know your family and um you know i just think that is it's incredible really and we it's mm-hmm. really stuck with me what you just said you just been able to live yeah. like that's just an incredible feeling incredibly yeah. strong sentence as well
1: it's the living and like the experiencing life with intention and like yeah not just like doing 10 things at once or like trying to cook dinner while doing something on my phone it's like doing things and committing to doing them so that you're fully present in everything that you do that yeah that's been really really changing
0: oh god yeah and I'm all about that it's like if you (laughs) what I say to people is if you're gonna go on your phone go on your phone if you're gonna read a book read a book if you're gonna go for a walk go for a walk do the thing that you've set out to do, not, you know, read a book. Oh, now I'll just look at a phone or I'll watch TV, I'll be on my phone. Just focus mm. on that thing, isn't it? And it does make you much more present. Yeah. Brilliant. That's really stuck with me, that, that sentence. Being able to live, I think is just incredible. If um somebody came to you today and said, right, Christina, I am just really disconnected, I'm you know, I'm really we've got no energy. What was what's just one tip or trick that you could give them?
1: To and it might be uncomfortable at first, yeah, but to just set aside, even if it's just five minutes a day, to just sit still, like mm. light a candle, sit still, mm. close your eyes and just breathe just five minutes a day and do that simple thing every day for a week and just notice the difference in doing it
0: yeah love it and it's so it's so easy for us not to just sit there and be still and it's all you know you and and I think resting is a big word here because resting is really Mm -hmm. different for everyone so I I say to my husband you know you don't you your resting is actually resting watching the tv and I'm like is that really resting because your your brain is still being active watching something but he's adamant that is his resting and I'm like well if it works for you that works for you but for me that would be very difficult for me to be totally resting because I'm still doing mm-hmm. something whereas just sitting still for five minutes and you know what for a lot of people five minutes would be really difficult yeah that does seem like five hours um but yeah I'm supporting you on that and say so give it a go and see how you feel um mm. and that's just a great starting point isn't it
1: yeah. yeah and I think when the discomfort arises and like all things flood into your brain that's telling you not to do it because you've got all manner of things to get done it's just yeah let yourself let those thoughts come in but still yeah. just be still like yeah. acknowledge them and know that they have a place too and that's okay. Like you yeah. don't need to be like, oh, get out of my head and let yeah. me just be still. It's like, just let it be
0: there. Just let it be. And is that something that you do? What are your, what's some of your boundaries now that you, you set?
1: Oh, that's a good question as well. I think because I work at home a lot now, I was thinking about this earlier, actually, <laughs> the, the boundaries I found dif- find difficult are like, I'll go and get myself some lunch and I'll see that like there's some other jobs around about that me doing I'm like yeah. no yeah. no so yeah. now I just kind of have set time in the day that is job time and I think it's a practice isn't it mm. and it's a learning as you go with boundaries there's so many so many yeah, but so many. I have to be so boundaried with making sure that I have like time in nature time to myself mm-hmm. that's nourishing every day that's a non-negotiable yeah. always for me and that's the that's probably my only must in a day yeah. is that and if I can get that in then everything else just kind of falls into place and you're happy yeah
0: and if you um if you do ever look at christina's um socials you will see she's got the most beautiful view and every day you post it (laughs) or whenever i see it and i was like oh and i feel really at peace being in your garden with you i'm just like oh that's just so gorgeous i love it oh it's been really great to talk to you and i know people will have taken a lot from this and actually just i think the overarching end for me is is being able for you to have found that place or that balance where you can just live that's really stuck in my mind and I love that so thank you very much for sharing sharing that with um, with me and my audience today so final question for me is what is your favorite cake oh really important favorite cake yeah you know the one all listeners want to know <laughs>
1: I think it is Marks and Spencer's do a really nice cherry bakewell, like little loaf cake. Oh, my
0: goodness. That is so specific on the brand as well there. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so Marks and Spencer's cherry bakewell loaf cake. Right. Okay, I will have to. I haven't tried that one. So that'll be on my list when I go to Marksie's next. I will look for a cherry bakewell loaf cake okay interesting it'll be win.
1: right next to the lemon drizzle
0: oh no it won't <laughs> j-mac is not here anymore i'd be next to my chocolate cake <laughs> <laughs> I love that you know, well, that's, my, that's my mission actually I've just decided Anyone says a new cake to me I'm going to go That well, I've never had I'm going to go out Hunt it and find it Yeah um, Do it That sounds amazing <laughs> Brilliant And if anyone is interested In finding out a bit more About your framework We haven't talked about that much But your whole framework Or your sacred sisterhood circle Where can we find you?
1: Instagram is where I am Most of all So yeah I'm there Just Christina Littlejohns um, and all the infos
0: there. Amazing! Thank you so so much. Um, you've been a wonderful Thank guest. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having me. You're welcome.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Fabulous and Female. As always, my leave message to you is remember to do the one thing that makes you feel fabulous. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review.